2018. Robot's got time two days before this fellow's birthday. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Nice. I love my gifts. Birthday, but... What's that? You haven't received your gift, have you? No, I have not received my gifts. Okay. I mean, not from you. I've received a gift from others, but not from you. But that's okay. You got two days. And then three months after that. I don't really care. Um, so, Brett Scott and Todd, plenty going on this week. NBA draft is in two days. We'll get to that later. Didn't want to inundate the dedicated listening audience with more NBA talk right off the top. Um Wanted to start with uh, something that's going on in your life. Let Todd talk, since he's in a very talkative mood this evening. Am I? I think I burned out sure. my talking. Yeah, noise coming out of your mouth, whatever the equivalent is. <clears throat> Todd was annoying the shit out of me for the past ten minutes. Just a side note there. I was having some computer issues. In any event... I think you um, deserved it. Uh, that's possible. So I wanted to talk about uh, the fact that you're kidless for, I believe, the next two weeks? Or this week and next week? Yeah, week and a half. Is that the longest since having children, obviously? Is that the longest you have gone without having either one or both of your kiddos within your sight? For me, no. Because when I took this job, I lived in Baltimore by myself for like six weeks. Forgot about that. Yeah. So, no. Fair point. My wife, their mom, yes. Faux show. So the first time, let's look at it from the kids' perspective. It's the first time that they will have have to go two weeks without seeing either one of their parents. Yes. And uh, seeing... Spoiler alert, they're fine with it. I mean, I figured as much. <laughs> Zero fucks with... given by the three- yes. and six-year-old at the moment. They're hanging out with Popo and Gong Gong, is it? That's correct, right? Yes. Yeah. Y-Po so... and Y-Gong, or... Popo and Gong Gong. There you go. So what maternal, activities Maternal are... grandparents in Chinese. Yes, indeed. Uh, so what are the activities planned for them in the two weeks when they are down in the bathing hot... Kakalaki. South Carolina. Which I assume swimming will be a, probably a daily occurrence. Thus far they've been... Well, they've been there... I mean, we went this weekend, so they've been there basically three days on their own. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So Sunday and Monday they both they swam both days. Today apparently it was too hot to swim, which What does that mean? I I think it was like a <laughs> hundred plus degrees outside. I think the uh, uh chaperones brutal. didn't want to sit out in the sun while they were swimming, basically. Gotcha. And I mean, you okay. want to limit your sun exposure when it's fucking hundred degrees outside anyway. Well So still. they did some other activities. Tomorrow I believe they're going to the movies. Uh, my father-in-law was in the military and still has military base privileges, so there's apparently a water park at really? Fort Jackson of some sort. Yeah, and they're going to do That's that this cool. weekend. Why you don't go during the week, I'm not really sure, but they're going on Saturday, apparently. I honestly God thought you were going to say that because of the military privileges, he was going to take them to the PX. <laughs> oh, they've been to the PX for sure. Oh, they have. Okay. That is a long-standing... So, <laughs> I think they went on Sunday. They went to the PX, and they had Taco Bell for the first time, which apparently they oh, ate, wow. which is interesting, because they never eat shit when they're with us, so... I was about to say, you always uh, mention how... They've, they've especially eat, your eldest daughter. I mean, daughter. my mother-in-law's a very good cook, so they've been eating a lot of vegetables with yes. her, but they've also been eating, like, 
Uh, we bought some popsicle molds. They made some popsicles. They bought some donuts. They, they wait they, a minute. Wait a minute. Stop the presses. They enjoy donuts. I wonder where they get that. Yeah. Well, I know that was after we had left. But yes. Oh, okay. Uh, they've. No, I meant that. They've treat. been having yeah. treats and healthy foods, so they okay. seem to be living it up. So. That's exciting. It's good for them. It's good to spend time with their grandparents and. Of course. I mean, I I miss them for sure, but it's all right to also have a little break. Of course. We're gonna we're gonna spend a week with them twenty four seven, the week after with our father. In the full uh, week at the beach. Yeah, well, maybe <laughs> at least several days. I don't, in the air. I don't know if we'll make it the whole week. I understand. Um, we may leave like Thursday or Friday. Fourth of July is on a Wednesday this year, so we'll, we'll, we'll watch the works. Uh, we have see the fireworks. We're gonna do some other beach activities. I, I have a topic on here about favorite beach activities. Oh, uh, we're getting to that momentarily. And uh, yeah, just a little teaser. And um, yeah, it's the been good. We've been it. so we've been uh, dining out in places we don't think the children would eat because most of the time when we go out to eat strip they clubs. Eat. They order pizza and or chicken fingers and eat none of it. Right. Um, so, so we, now you go we to the, pay the strip ten to fifteen dollars for the pair of them to have food and then they don't eat any of it. Right. Which is awesome. Yeah. Well, that's fun times. So we had um, we had Indian food. We had we went to I don't know a fancier not fancy but like. A restaurant Family. that had like normal food. They didn't really have kid food. And then tonight Talk we about went to. <laughs> no, we did go there. Um, I know. And then we went to uh, a burger place tonight, which didn't really have a kids menu, but they could have eaten there. But right. Exploring the city. Yeah, to eat in some of downtown adults. Baltimore's finest. I don't know about that. Is it really some... downtown Baltimore, or is it out in the burbs? No, it's, we were we. Uh, Anne's come down to my work the past two days okay. nice. for dining opportunities. There you go. Maximization. I like it. Maxing All and right. relaxing. Maxing We've done a little cleaning. Relaxing. We uh, The house is pretty clean right now, so, you know. Living la vida loca. GSD, as I like to call it. Getting shit done. I don't know if we've done that, but yeah. Fair enough. Um, so have, have you, have you spoken to your children since? Oh yeah, we FaceTime them every night. FaceTime? Okay. Um. And they're not like, well, I miss you. They're like, nah, they're fine. Uh, the younger one is especially kind of like, uh-huh, I see you. Talk to you later. <laughs> she seems, Peace out. She seems completely fine just running around. Their, their aunt Looking is havoc. also there with them. Um. Yeah. My sister-in-law, so she's she's sort of been handling most of the daytime duties, and then my mother-in-law has been dealing with them more at night. I mean, they're they're together too, but they're right. kind of trading off some of the I child see. handling time. So so far, so good. It's been a success. Yeah, fingers crossed. And back uh, on the old wood. We're taking off Thursday and Friday. We're gonna go to New York. And then going to go visit some architecture, Frank Lloyd Wright, Falling Water. If you know anything about Frank Lloyd Wright, you've probably seen that house. 
It is in I do West, and I do. Western Pennsylvania, so we're going to go tour that on Friday and then possibly go to DC on Saturday. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're going to New York Thursday? Yep, just for the day. Like a train? By train? Uh, we're going to drive. Just because the train's like 350 bucks and tolls are probably like. Oh my god. 40. 100 bucks round trip. Maybe, okay. maybe 80. Do you, a, do, you have, do you have a mission in New York? Like uh, you see Jeff? Probably mm, not. Probably not. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Jeff. Uh, I, we talked about, we should see these people for lunch and then I haven't done anything about it, so I probably won't. But, um, right. uh, I want to go to a couple record stores. I don't know what Ann wants to do. We might go to a museum, just chill in the city. Okay. We'll probably park in Brooklyn cause you can park on the street for free in some neighborhoods and take the train take into the train. town. Yep. I'm with you. I'm and down. GTFO in, in the evening, so. Yeah, exactly. So then, so you're you're doing that Thursday, and then Friday you'll be in Western Pennsylvania. Yeah, that can't be a short drive. It's only like three hours. It's sort of oh, right. so New York is obviously up the coast from Baltimore, and right. Pittsburgh is sort of the other direction, or maybe yeah, excuse me, ninety degrees to the west from the direction Correct. we'll be traveling the day before, but right. Road trip. I mean, that thing, we're only going for one purpose, so we're not really like... Yeah. Yeah, whatever. And then, and then, and then Saturday, we might we might go to D.C. It just depends on how tired we are. Jeez. Crushing it. Yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get Live shit done when your kids are out of town. I mean, we go to D.C. with work. them all the time, but three no, hours in the cars. I mean, obviously, we just drove to South Carolina with them, so... 10 hours in the car, right. not great, but uh, no. three hours in the car is kind of what we try to limit it to for, like, driving around, because they don't really love that. Yeah, but... sure. And Ooh. we cer- we certainly right. wouldn't want to drive, like, six hours, and, I mean, again, we did that, but they were staying somewhere special, and we're excited about seeing their grandparents, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, Dual purpose. Yeah. As opposed to singular. And then next week, you're actually working a full week for a change yes and my wife will be out of town so oh yeah that's right I have that's a right. list of things to do up to and including some work on the BroPod network which is exploding <laughs> by the way yeah absolutely exploding more on that later we'll do well now we'll do the plugs now oh yeah we should announce we are now available on the Google Play network that's right Tec- Google Play technically podcast although we network. should be hopefully we'll be easy to find on Google Play by the time you hear this. By the this. time they hear this, you will definitely be able to find us on the Google Play Network. Just search for, what is it? BroPod Scott and Todd? The BroPod, Bro-Pod with, with Scott, Scott and Todd. It'll come up. It's, I'll, it's just, I'll do, it's, I'll do it's some research to see what the best search terms are for it, and we'll put that in the show notes, maybe. Yeah, we'll tag that in. And then, um, are we on, we're not on the Apple Podcast Network? No, yet? we're not on iTunes not yet, although it should be soon. I think, okay. I, honestly, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, now that we're on Google, I think once we get iTunes, any other, like, weirdo things should all, fill out, like, we're still not up. on Spotify, yeah. that would be the only one, other one where I think people might listen to us. I mean, there's right. lo- there's lots of other random ones. I downloaded a bunch of different podcast apps today to see if we were on there, including, what did I say we are on? Breaker. We're on Breaker, for Breaker. sure. 
Um, Sweet. I haven't checked Stitcher, but there's something called like Overcast. <laughs> okay. Now that I say that loud, I love it. Funnier than yeah. I thought. Um, <clears throat> Portland weather. We're not on Overcast. I mean, I think oh, you okay. can you can go to our page and whatever. No one's going to do yeah. this, but you could get the RSS feed <laughs> from the Anchor, our Anchor page, and put it in. Right. Um, but yeah, some of those other ones, I think, again, once we show up on iTunes, it'll be easier to find us in other podcast apps. Right. Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public. Yeah, those are, those were definitely on, according right. to the thing that says that we're on them, but no one listens to And also, to just, a, just an update. Uh, because I, I made this executive decision on my own. I haven't even talked to you about it, but I don't care. Um, the Anchor page will continue to have the fresh, new, uh, kind of chronological Bropod episodes. Bropodnetwork.com, the home site for the network, will be interspersed with some... I have to decide if I'm going to call them classics, retros, or best-ofs. Probably not best-ofs, because it's probably going to be the worst-ofs, but... <laughs> We only started posting episodes like two months ago, but we started recording back in October. So there's a lot of content that no one has heard, and I'm just going to post them every now and again. I'll just throw one up there. So Robot Network will also have all the up, up-to-date up new episodes, but there will also be some, I'll call them retros, I guess, some retro episodes that will show up from time to time, where if you want to hear us as we're kind of, you know... Finding our way. Our, finding our way Hitting through our this stride. podcast universe... I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. I'm not sure that's <laughs> happened yet. But finding our way through this podcast universe, you'll be able to find some of those, and they'll so just not, pop up sporadically. You're not going to put them on the feed. I mean, I, I thought about it, but the way we're the way we're labeling them on Anchor is just literally chronological. I know we could change that, but you know, it's BPST one, BPST two. So I don't want to just kind of throw in there in the middle. I mean, I guess we could BPST retro just unnamed retro or maybe even the date. Like I said, I made this executive decision on my own. I'm not against the idea of doing that. I just thought the anchor one would be more clean, I guess. It would just be a straight running from the NBA playoffs preview forward. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what I well, decide. What are they, what I are they no- I'm sorry, I'm looking on the thing. I'm trying to see what, I'm trying to remember what they're numbered. Uh, I think it's just BPST uh, 1. it's 1 BPST and 2. two. Hmm. Yeah. We could do like Again. We could change that. Negative one. <laughs> I think that might confuse people. Negative two. Negative one? What the hell? I would literally start from the episode before the NBA playoff preview. I don't know. That's negative one and then negative two. That seems two, like a lot of work. To... Maybe we could... back to <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. we could start a separate feed, but that'll take another six months to like get on any services. Yeah. That's probably true. I'm um, about that, too, when we start maybe doing you just, shows. But... Yeah, maybe you don't label those. Maybe they're just BPST episode, pre-episode one. Oh, yeah, that's not great. I don't know. We'll figure it out. That's that's the worst. We I th- will figure I think it out. we should the put it in the feed, though, because people... Like, no one's going to go to the website to listen to these. I know, but I spend a lot of time and money on that fucking website, so <laughs> I want people to go to it. So I, I have some other things website. I need to talk to you about on the website, but we can do that. All right, we'll do that. Off the air, if you will. Off the pod, because no one cares what we're talking about right now, Um, except for all these places that we are. We're just just airing our... uh, We're giving you a peek behind the curtain right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're peeling back the curtain. 
the the man behind the curtain pulling the levers. Um, so anyway, so that's that's definitely coming. I've I've edited several of those, and this goes all the way back to believe it or not, an episode that I recorded by myself back in October, the very first bro pod with Scott. Oh no, no Todd. With Scott and Todd. <laughs> there was just... no Todd. I don't know why. Like I planned on doing it with you know doing recording with you that night, and for some reason you couldn't make it. So I was like, fuck, I'm doing my own. <laughs> it's like 12 minutes. I think I did a. <clears throat> I think that's when I did the. Uh, the review of the Mac and Cheetos, but like it's, it's well edited. I put a lot of like background music into it. It's, I, I'm pretty proud of it. So it'll make it up there. Some <laughs> you way, put more effort into the solo show than you have to any of the subsequent podcasts. Well, I had more time to commit to it because I didn't have to listen to a 75 minute podcast and edit that shit together. You don't have to Different edit that. Much. Most of Keep you don't have to edit. The... I mean, that, there's some there's some level of truth there. However, I do have to listen to the to it so I can do the write up and make sure there's no like big gap or you have to go take a piss or something <laughs> and messes up the recording. Yes, I said that intentionally while you were taking a sip of your soda, hoping you would spit it out, but <laughs> apparently I failed in that endeavor. So wait, wait in any wait, event, just think in yes. a year from now when we're highly successful with this and we have an intern or something, you're gonna right. miss uh, having that recording. Yeah. Miss having what? Miss having, um, being able no, to... No, spending time doing the editing? Fuck that. No, I won't. <laughs> you kidding me? Excuse me. Trust me. There there are certain elements to editing and mixing that, that I would consider part of the creative process. The other 95% I would not consider part of the creative process. So, right. anyway. For example, one quick example, and then we'll get back to the topics today. Uh, the, the, the podcast that I edited and that we put up this past weekend, we were discussing the June re commercial. Yeah. As you recall. And I had to edit in the nobody bothers that. Me. I, I found that song. I found the nobody bothers me song on YouTube. I had to, you know, record it, download it and edit that. in. that was fun. All the other stuff. Not as much. Just work. It's work. I get it. It's part of the job. The not the, uh, as of yet, non-paying job. But that will all change very soon. Now that we're on Anchor, Breaker, Rocket, Pocket Cast, not Rocket Cast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher. Very soon iTunes and currently, although don't search for it right now, but currently Google Play as well. So anyway, okay, so let's move on. Google Continuing Play. kind of, yes. Wow, that got real loud all of a sudden. Continuing. Right, something's going on weird with my volume. So you might have to it's edit fine. some It's of fine. It's fine now. It, <laughs> No, I'm not editing any of this. This is again. We, we've peeled back the curtain. Everyone's inside now. We're so I apologize if my volume was quiet for a while, and now it's no. Back it, it, up normal. it was fine. You could still hear it. It just was. It was a little low when you moved it away from your head and put it back. But you're good now. Now We're good. You have listed this topic, kind of. I think jumping on my topic that I listed, but that's okay. No, I, actually, I didn't. About... I read yours after I thought this because before the show, you said, "Can you put a fucking topic on there?" Which is normally what you tell me. Again, right. peeling back the curtain. This is this is the <laughs> yes. behind the scenes episode. It really is. Um, Fourth wall and I was, destroyed. I was I was we're going to the beach, like I said, after we pick up the girls. So I was thinking of some beach. Right. It's summertime. Fourth of July is in uh, two weeks. Indeed, it <clears> is. Two weeks from tomorrow, we'll be yes. celebrating America's independence by blowing shit up. And That's right. uh, I was thinking, you know what? what do, what do people do in the summer? In the summertime, they go to the beach, 
They sit outside and get eaten by mosquitoes. They get sunburns. So I thought, what are some things that we had in common about summertime in the past and some of our beach activities? So let's talk about that. So you have several like. So I have a couple comparisons. It's a little bit of a bracket. Mano mano. Not. I don't have. I don't have enough to do a true bracket, but whatever. That's okay. Uh, So I did some just sort of yeah one on ones. The first one was mini golf versus water slide. What you got? So, so to peel back the curtain, this this was both of these activities right next to each other and properties right next to each other at Ocean Isle Beach in North Carolina, which is where we went. As children, and presumably, not presumably, definitely where you're going in two weeks as well, the water slide no longer exists. I believe the mini golf is still there, which is an amazing to me. But they must the put water down slide, some new AstroTurf. I'm sure they've replaced the AstroTurf multiple times. <laughs> Several hundred times. Yeah, 25 years ago in our youth. But um, the water slide, we always went once a year at the beach. And aside from watching Martina Navratilova dominate Wimbledon, that was always the highlight of the beach for me. I didn't really, I was never, and I still am not, like a huge fan of just going out and sitting and sweating on the beach. But the water slide was awesome. They gave you those rubber foam mats that were always kind of falling apart. And you just jumped on the water slide and slid down in the big pool. And we just did it for hours and hours and hours. Um, And it was, I don't know when it was. It was several years ago after, definitely after high school, probably after college for me, that I I finally went back and it was not there. It was kind of a sad day. But um, between, the mini golf course is fine. It was nothing exceptional. And I enjoy playing mini golf too. But if given, if this is a head-to-head battle, I would absolutely put the check mark next to water slide. Yeah, that's kind of like the 1-8 matchup for me, to be yeah. fair. <laughs> I mean, water slide. Yeah, the water slide we went to had these, like, foam sort of mats that you slid down. Yeah. I don't, know how common, yeah. I don't know how common that is at other... I've never seen that at other water slides, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know. But yeah, that was definitely fun. We had different ways you could fold the water slide, go down backwards... On fold your the belly. Mat the yeah, slide. fold the mat, sorry. <laughs> you didn't actually fold yeah. the water slide. That would be pretty interesting, though. Um, there were two, the big one and the small one. Yep. Small yep. one, I think we thought of as faster. The big one had it yes. had a tunnel at one point. It was like, you know, 10 feet long. But <clears throat> Yes. The, uh, and the wa- they had correct. a pretty good system there. You When you, you signed up for, like, I don't know, an hour, and you got yep. different color mats depending on when your hour started, so they could be like... All right, blue mats, your time's up in 15 minutes. And then everybody with a blue mat, whose time ended at 3 p.m., say, or whatever, they kick you out at 3 p.m., and then the other colors could go in in succession, obviously. Yes. Uh, Which I thought was pretty smart. I mean, it's not that complicated, but good (laughs) good way to – I mean, it's a good way to keep – obviously keep – it's not like a wristband or something. You just, like, everybody has a mat, and you have a certain color. I mean – Honestly, thinking about it right now, I don't know how else you would do it. Like, how do people do it nowadays? I think all water parks now, you just, like, pay a shit ton of money and do it all day. I mean, this was obviously, like, yeah. a sort of family-owned thing. It had two water slides. It was probably, like... Yeah, it was very small. $5 an hour, $8 an hour. I don't know. That's That, that might sure have even been a lot at the time. But I think now, like, you know, places have, like, a lazy river and you... That yeah, it's restaurant. $35 yeah, in. Yeah, thirty-five, fifty dollars yeah. a day. Like, they don't fuck around with figuring out when you got there. They don't care. 
You just right. You're there. You're and, not. And, and good point. You know, most places nowadays are, are truly theme parks. They have places to eat. This place, I think, had a vending machine. That was about it. Like it, it was truly just a big slide, small slide, one lifeguard. I mean, yeah, they three might, or four employees. I can't remember if they had a the snack bar. I, yeah, I think you're right. I think they had like a candy machine and a coke yeah, I think machine that's it. and a soda machine. Yeah, that's it. That's all they had. Because I can distinctly um, remember, and my kids drink like Coke this way now. They just put their mouth over the whole opening. You know, you take the <laughs> bottle rather than like sort of putting your lips in the middle of the hole to drink out of it. They just just swallow the whole Shut thing the and whole then thing. just like like no air can get in the bottle and just like large quantities of soda just gush down your throat because you don't know how to drink it any other way. Of course. <clears throat> Which is weird because you don't what try to put your mouth there? over over a whole cup. But like no. for some reason, because the bottle opening is smaller, you just put your mouth over the whole thing. Anyway, but I remember Dad being like, "Don't, don't drink it like that." But my kids drink like that too. I think all kids probably do. So it's a kid thing. Um, and then the other thing I was going to comment on the water slide. The best part about it is there was a guy at the top of each of the water slides that you know was making sure people weren't going, you know, three, four at a time another. and just over and over and over. But it was not that hard to go down 50 feet, a couple turns, and then stop. And then you have that rush of <laughs> adrenaline when the person you could see you could see the water first coming, being and chased then you see that by person. the person in front of you or behind exactly, you. I mean, exactly. Yes, yeah, so that was always uh, that was always a good time. And sometimes it wasn't intentional. Like your mat would turn sideways. You get and stuck. You would, and you'd be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you know your big brother or. In the early, early years, your father was coming behind you, and you're like, oh, boy. Or your I'm father like and your little here. brother were coming behind you. Fair point. Fair point. Um, and again, sometimes you didn't even mean to, but you would get separated from your mat. It would turn sideways, and you just go whoop, right off of it. Oh, yeah. And now you're going down without a mat, which was terrifying, because, again, family water slide. Definitely there were, you know, there were individual sections that were steamed together, glued together, riveted maybe. I don't know. There was definitely some potential for uh, getting some back skin rubbed off on the uh, Yeah, I think they the were just bolted together at the flanges on the outside so that yeah. not all the seams exactly. were buttery smooth. There were definitely some... No. It wasn't sanded <laughs> down. You know, it wasn't the smooth <laughs> ride that you might expect. It was pretty uh, pretty brutal in some spots. But but yeah, I agree. One eight matchup definitely goes to the water side. And again, I'm not, we haven't even really talked about it. Not to demean the mini golf, it was yeah, fun. Yeah, mini golf was fine. But I mean, it's it was just, more you unique. You mini golf anywhere. Yeah, you could play mini golf in our hometown. You didn't have to go to the beach to do that. The water slide right. only existed. I mean, other than water parks like in Florida or something. Again, yeah. not something in we our, went to every year. In our year. world. In our world, right. yeah. The only water slide was, uh, was at the, the Levens Pool or at the beach. Eleven's pool slide barely counts. Yeah, because it was pretty short, but but good shot out there. Um, okay, so that, that was your one eight matchup. Uh, I like, I like how you said that. Uh, so next on the Water list slide. we have yes building sandcastles versus paddle ball, and I'm thinking of the ball the you know the big wooden paddles with the little rubber ball yep. that doesn't really bounce. It's sort of like a dead weight. Right. Quick question. Okay. Does drip castle count as sandcastle building? Any kind of sandcastle. Okay, it doesn't change my answer, but I just wanted to make sure that we got that in there. We got the drip castle in there. I was always a big paddle ball fan. I like paddle ball. I kind of hated playing with certain people, probably you, who would have a tendency to slam the ball 
and not really play by the rules. But if you play by the rules, what, what do you mean? I didn't play by the rules. Paddle ball is very fun. I feel like you probably broke the. I, I just I don't remember. Yeah, the dirtiest player like by probably... far was Dad. Oh yeah, that's for sure. That goes without saying. <laughs> I'm thinking about the the young people that played, and in, in the later later years, we got to bring friends. I remember oh, yeah. playing with <laughs> Michael and or Steven. We played underneath the sandcastles, which was the name of our complex that we stayed, because there was, you know, beach sand, because all, all those little condos are up on stilts, and there was sand. You played under there? Underneath. I, I remember playing, yeah, we draw the court underneath, you know, there's like, there's that area underneath where like all the air conditioning units are and everything. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about, I just, I don't remember playing yeah. there. We play, I remember playing there several times when it was raining, huh. we couldn't really go to the beach, or like a thunderstorm was en route, we just take the stuff down and set up a little court down there but yeah 100 percent paddle ball i've nothing this this one is a little closer i don't know if i call it the four or five matchup maybe the three six um but sandcastles i mean they're fun but i was never like really really good at it i was good enough at doing drip castles but even building a drip castle it's like all right the tide's coming in an hour and a half this whole thing's gonna be gone so um you know, and I'm more of a sporty athletic guy, not surprisingly, if you know me. So, obviously, yeah, I'm The hardcore sport action of beach paddle. Clearly. It, well, it's, it's, it's more of a sport than Sandcastle. Sure. Well, and, and by the maybe. way, of uh, to, not, to, not to do a sidebar here, but of all the beach sports, I think paddleball is one of the few ones that makes the most sense. I've never understood people throwing a Frisbee at the beach. It's always 97-mile-an-hour winds. I don't know why you're <laughs> flipping a Frisbee back and forth. I don't like the idea that people throw football is into the ocean. You're just asking to lose the football. And volleyball is kind of the same thing with the wind. It's a very light ball. You can't play a true game of volleyball on the beach. I know beach volleyball is a sport, but if you ever watch it on the professional level, they are surrounded by people in grandstands. They're not trying to figure out the wind. Yeah, yeah. I think like most Wesley of the times when they play, it's not a super jump. windy court. No. No, not at all. Um, in fact, I've been to a professional beach volleyball tournament in Santa Monica it's several years ago I was in California but whatever um, and it was definitely not windy at all and this is at a pretty windy area of Santa Monica but it was it was so enclosed it was it was protected yeah and, and then like something like soccer or whatever again if the if you miss it and it's windy your ball's going like a quarter mile down the beach yeah I don't understand never made sense to me I'm gonna pick sand. So yeah, my vote, my vote's paddleball. Just to Go disagree ahead. with you, but okay, I don't fair enough. for the sandcastles. I really like making sandcastles, make little bridges. I figured you would. And tunnels, it's fun. I, mean, I like digging the tunnels and the moats. Too, that, that was I fun. Like it, it always got to the point where you played it like a half hour too long or an hour too long. We're just like, ugh, I don't want to play this anymore. But you still had to get to fifteen or twenty-one or whatever we played to. Right. Yeah, or dad that's true. Just like but I still enjoy it. He's like, oh, let's finish the game. And I'm like, I don't want to play this anymore. You're being an ass. Yeah, he's got twice the wingspan <laughs> and he's slamming it every time. It's like, this isn't this is not how you teach your son's moral lessons here. Well, I've got to play by the rules. Go get the ball, by the way. It's like <laughs> skittering off down towards the ocean. Oh, man. Sprinting was, I mean, my bare feet. For sure, but <clears throat> I'm going to go with Sandcastle just because... Uh, it's, okay. it's a larger age range of time. I feel like you can make a sandcastle from oh, yeah. like 2 to 82 versus yeah, two to 92. paddle balls. I mean, you can play that for a pretty long time, but you can't play when you're a real little kid because you, you just don't have the coordination no. or dexterity to successfully play that game. Correct. All right, let's do the 4-5. This, this next one is 
easily the four or five matchup in my opinion. I'll let you go first. Yeah, so this one's basically the same thing, but slightly different versions. So <clears throat> I yeah. put down uh, body surfing versus boogie boarding. So again, we're in we're referring to the beaches of North Carolina, so the waves are max like four feet, maybe yeah. maybe five if there's like a thunderstorm or a hurricane coming yeah. or something. During hurricane season, <laughs> five feet. Yeah. Um, and I mean, <clears throat> the boogie boarding was yeah. Again, you're sort of standing in the water, pushing off, paddling a little bit, and then riding the wave for I don't know, ten, fifteen seconds. I'd sure. say either way. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of I think I'd go for the body surfing get that rush of the wave crashing down on you. Sometimes if you have the bigger waves, you sort of ride on the top and then slam down into the water. <clears throat> but if right. you get a good ride, it feels really good. I mean, it's for both of them, honestly, but I feel like, I don't know. I like the body surfing, the just sort of the pure swimming in the ocean part for sure. me. Although so, I did spend many of my yes. probably eight to 14 year old years looking at boogie boarding magazines whenever I went to the beach because I was convinced I was a really good boogie boarder and needed to have all the proper <laughs> equipment and would just <laughs> look at the magazines and be like, oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. First of all, I don't remember this phase. Second of all, if that was at all true, you would have at some point in your life had fins. Did you ever have fins? I did. And I, okay. I, 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 I wanted that. to buy them every year, but they were like $40, which to me was like $400 at the time. Yeah, uh, I definitely because there was that surf shop sort of in town, and they had like yep, the I official Moray, like legit boogie board. But I just had like some shitty pool ones that I tried to wear a yes. couple of times. Again, the waves weren't really big enough to for you to need fins at the beach. No, like <laughs> the most you could ride the waves was again twenty seconds or so. There's just the brakes, right. the breakers weren't that big, so that you're not really there's no tube to to ride into. You're not like <laughs> <laughs> ripping no, down the face. No, <laughs> no rip curl, no. So, okay, so that's interesting. So, for me, this is, you flip a coin and, you know, do best <laughs> two out of three, and I'll, I'll go with it on this one. Both have a lot of positives and negatives. Uh, body surfing, I, I agree with the positive. If you get a huge wave, and there's that feeling where you're on top of it, and then you kind of slam down with the wave, that's an amazing feeling. As as a body surfer, because you can feel every ounce of the strength of the wave. However, and you get you get to feel simple, the power of the ocean. That's what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. However, at the exact same time, if you do that and you at all angle down towards the ground, you can slam your fucking head into the ground. Yeah, that's not fun. Which is not a good feeling. And if you do it too shallow, regardless of how big the wave is, you can end up like scraping against the bottom of the sea, and that's that's not good. So, body surfing. Oh, and also body, another advantage of body surfing is obviously much of the for the same reasons I like running as general rule, a general sport, is that body surfing you just walk out there in your swimsuit. Like you don't need anything. You don't even need a swimsuit if if you're uh, no one's you around. You don't even need a swimsuit. That's right. If you do do it late at night when nobody's out there, yeah, so, you're own runner. A definite advantage. Boogie boarding. It's funny I, when you started mentioning the eight to fourteen years. I thought you were going to say. One of the coolest things about it is that dad would take us out there deeper than where we couldn't even touch 
and just hold the boogie board and wait for the right wave and then kind of push us off. <clears throat> that was pretty fun, just being that deep in the ocean. Like, I'd never been that deep before. Obviously, if you get a big wave, which, again, was pretty rare based on the North Carolina beaches where we grew up. Not where we grew up. Where we grew up going going to the beach. Um, it, it was quite fun to ride those waves. And you could ride them... I mean, you can always, as a general rule, you can ride further and you can get a longer ride boogie boarding versus body surfing because you can ride it all the way to the bitter end. Yeah. Whereas body surfing, it eventually kind of dies out and you sink. <clears throat> and with the and the ride with is kind the of boogie boarding, you're not like holding your breath, basically. Right. Like, I yeah. don't know if you've ever seen like the see ESPN body surfing where the dudes actually have fins and they're body surfing and they're sort of supporting I themselves have. on one hand, like on the face of the wave. Yep. Again, it's ripping like into the into the uh, the 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 rip curl, sort of like going into the wave, like yeah, yeah that tube, that never ex- yeah, tube, sorry, yeah. tube. I couldn't remember that term. Right. <clears throat> right. There's no tube to like get stoked no. stoked about at Ocean Isle, but no. And yes, I have seen that before. Um, but again, that was that that would be the advantage of boogie board is. There are some, it wasn't often, but there were some waves or there would be some waves at a beach like Ocean Isle where it would truly not be smart or safe to body surf because they were that big. But you could ride anything on a boogie board, at least anything <laughs> that Ocean Isle had to offer. Yeah, anything so, you had to throw and at you. you. Can see, and you could see what you were doing. And there were the times, at least when I was younger, where even though, as I recall, one of our two boogie boards had a crack, it was just styrofoam, the inside it was cracked in half. I remember you never wanted to get that one. I don't know if you remember that, but um, but you could always <laughs> no, try to get up on your knees or like stand up. Yeah, that was later years. Um, you could always try to get up on your knees or stand up. So you could do it. You know, there were cool variations you could do with. True. With true. Good point. But again, just to go counter to your point, I mean, I, I enjoyed them both immensely. In my later year, I haven't boogie boarded in years. I mean, I, I don't really go to the ocean all that much, but in my recent trips to the ocean, I, it was strictly body surfing. And that's certainly an enjoyable experience. Um, it's also you, you get more tired faster body surfing. It's just it's more of a workout. Yeah, you can see that as positive or negative. It, it's really a coin flip, but I'll, I'll side with the boogie boarding on this one. All right, fair enough. All right, so what's the score? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I think water slide wins all of them. Water slide definitely. Yeah, <laughs> of this whole list, absolutely, hundred percent. If I can only do one of these six things, water slide would be it. And I would do that today, by the way. That's not like, ah, <laughs> oh, my youth. No. I'm in my late 30s. I would gladly go water slide tomorrow. In the hail. If I knew where one was. What the hail? In the, yeah. I, what the hail? Inhaled at my home tonight to catch everyone up. You got that in there? Don't worry, water slides? Wow. No effects reference. Very nice. Um, Beavis and Butthead. What's that? I said slash Beavis and Butthead. I know. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. Yes. For those listening at home. Um, so along those same lines, and when I admittedly yeah, when I made up my list, this is these were the obviously this, this was reminiscent of the beach as well. We played a lot of that's yeah. When, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, seventy five percent of my annual board game playing was the <laughs> six days at the beach. Um, so best board games of our youth. Wait, do you think uh, we, I don't know. we played a lot of board games outside of the beach? I mean, we definitely played. We played, we we, played them more we concentrated played. amounts. No, but growing up, we. Oh yeah, for sure. Growing up, we played board games like, just hanging out. I feel you like. Think? Yeah, I did. On like a random Saturday night. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it was a Saturday night, but we'd play like, we played s- some of these games at home or like, 
We'd play card right. games. There were a few times when when we uh, gambled for like Hershey Kisses and stuff too. That's not board games. That was like we played in blackjack for like candy. I remember doing that. that I don't think fun. it was blackjack. I think it was gin rummy. No, or something it was blackjack. Really? Yeah. You don't remember that? No, but now I can... Was that with mom and dad? Now I can blame them for gambling. <laughs> yeah, it was with mom. I don't remember dad really play. I mean, he play occasionally, but we'd, yeah, we'd have like M&M's or Hershey's Kisses and play blackjack. Okay. Yeah, I remember doing that or doing like with pennies, you know, pennies yeah, yeah. or whatever. That's probably where my I, real addiction is. I wanted to play with Hershey's Kisses because I was like, these pennies are fucking useless, but... I, I can eat the candy. <laughs> Todd, you just won eight hands in a row. How are you out of Hershey's Kisses? I don't know him. Scott, funny. Scott stole him. I need some more. <laughs> I sold him to you for a penny apiece. I'm going to count my change. Yeah, You're eating chocolate, chocolate over your face and nose. Um, in any event, so card games aside, we can save that for another pod. Uh, talking about the best board games of our youth, and I, I don't know how we want to go through these necessarily. I just kind of made a list. You threw Monopoly on there as well, but... Um, just kind of one by one. And this was obviously uh, also influenced by the fact that I saw your both of your daughters, I guess. No, nah, just the playing, older one. Playing Uno. Oh, just the eldest. Uh, playing Uno uh, when you dropped them off this weekend. Yeah, so, um, so my older daughter played Uno, I think, at like her after school thing. And she's like, this oh, is okay. fun. We like, I really like playing this. I was like, let's buy a thing of Uno. How much do you think Uno costs? A pack of Uno cards? Right. I don't know, ten bucks. Yeah, that's about right. That seemed spendy to me. I was like, why is this like? <laughs> I mean, I I was like, have you priced board games recently? They're all like thirty-five, forty dollars for a regular. I guess, I mean, I guess I things like but... Monopoly, like classic ones, are fifty and up. Uh, but I was like, we we were at the grocery store. And I was like, oh, they have Uno here, and I was like, it's ten bucks. I was like, I'm not paying fucking ten bucks for Uno. So of course I bought it on Amazon for like seven bucks. <laughs> but right. uh. I I was like, Still. holy shit! I can't believe it's that expensive. Um, I mean, I bought I bought Cards Against Humanity. I, I assume you've heard of that. Oh game. yeah, I played that game. I have a good story about it's that. It's literally just cards, like it's you know little flashcard type cards. That's the whole game. There's no pieces. There's no anything, nothing else to it. Similar to Apples to Apples or any of those other games. And it was like, I don't know, nineteen ninety nine or yeah, but I mean, the, the, it's crazy. the Cards Against Humanity has like the IP. It's sort of like the what's on the cards is what you're paying for and yeah the intellectual property I agree but I, I, Uno's I just, been around for a million expensive. years like they can't claim right. any like intellectual property repayment yeah, they, I suppose. they've long since paid off the development of the game although I certainly hope so yes. now now in Uno like the set we have there is um, a wild card that is swap hands which is pretty awesome so Whoa. you can play the swap hands card That's and savage. like get someone else. So that one's like that one's totally like That's I'm brutal. gonna win because you basically yeah. play it. You take the person that has one card and give them like your twelve or whatever, right. and totally fuck them That's over. Brutal. They also have like three wild cards that uh, are sort of make your own. So you can write on them and erase from them. I haven't we haven't done this yet. We've just been using them as plain wild cards. But you can write your own rule. Like, you can say, everybody pass your hand to the player to the left or something. I'm imagining your older daughter would say something much worse. Like, I win. Yeah. If I play this, this I win. win. Well, the the, I mean, the swap hands is almost an I win. But Uno's tricky. It always, just when you think, like, I was about to say. I'm set. 
Like you know, you're you get down to that one card. You yell, shout Uno. You you know before you know it, you start drawing. You can get nine more cards in your hand. So you're, I guess the rule is, if you don't have the card, you only have to draw one, which is not the way many people what? play. But that's the official rule. No. I just read the fucking instructions, dude. I know. I'm just telling <laughs> you that's bullshit. That that's that makes the play. games go in a more reasonable. Like they don't take four hours to play yeah, if you play that way. <laughs> All right, fair All right, enough. so we've gotten into Uno, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of savage games. Well, just again, so oh, I've been playing sorry. Uno with yeah. my wife, my mother-in-law, and my elder daughter, and both my wife and my mother-in-law, well, especially my wife, uh, regardless of uh, whether or not it helps her win, she just likes to fuck me with, like, draw twos and draw fours <laughs> like that is her whole game plan <laughs> like how can i just you specifically oh not yeah the other players yeah, not just other you. players i mean it's not like a vengeful thing it's just well it is it's just straight to me yeah so right. like i could have like 12 cards my daughter could have two and what or whatever and my wife has like six she'll still give me all the like again this is the draw four sort of this is sort <laughs> of like rotation dependent but if she's able to she yeah. will definitely lay those cards down on me as much as possible right and just gets sheer joy out of doing so why does that not surprise yeah, me in the doesn't, least doesn't surprise me either just just a fact no interesting <clears throat> but uh, yes the next game on your you... list is another one where yes. it's like it's just a game of like how much do you enjoy screwing people over and that is the board game of sorry which sorry, sorry, sorry is it seems too tame a name for how like fucked up that game can be. <laughs> well, they wanted to call it "fuck you," but that was it's, not appropriate. It should be called Parker. like "who's the biggest asshole," and yeah. you win just Big by dick. screwing over the other players. Yep, that's how that game works. Yeah, sorry, another another classic that always made it to the beach, along with Uno, by the way. In fact, all four of these games we're going to talk about. It's interesting that. Um, were definitely ones that we played. I mean, the, the sort of interesting thing about Sorry is is the fact that you don't have like a die. You know, you you advance through the cards. Through the cards, yeah. I hadn't really thought about that. Um, hadn't thought about that at all. That is interesting. Most other board games, as far as how you get around, it's all about the die. Even Candyland, going old school. Um, Candyland, is better, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. Basically, the idea is to get all four of your pieces around the board safely, but all along the way you're facing your competitors, they can clip you off and put you back to the beginning they can slide or if you, I guess the slides are if you draw oh, there's slides along the way that's what it is, you can slide into someone knock them off, send them back home and only you basically when you, have to go from home to, you have to go all the way around. safe or start to home, or something like that right, and the best card in Sorry, as we all know, is the two because two means two steps backwards. So if you come out no, that's not what and you go two steps backwards, it's something like that. You're right in front of so, your So you your can you can get out of your right starting in. gate with a one or a two. Two can either be okay, to advance one one player out. I think with two you also get to draw again. So that the ultimate play is a two with a four backwards. Yes, what's the ultimate play? Oh, four backwards, that's right. So four is always backwards, two is always forward or it like pull one per piece out so you want to get a two and then you draw again and get a four backwards and you basically have circumvented the whole trip around the board by the way for all of you still listening to the pod who would have thought when you started listening to this we would have deep cuts not about the nba this week but about sorry strategy 
Well, and the best way to win. And this is not, this is not all for memory, thing. by the way. That's clearly. just how it is. No, I know, but still, I, I, <laughs> I think that's pretty impressive. I haven't played that game in probably 18 years. I was like, yeah, you want... By the way, I love how I said, you want two, and you're like, no, 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 that's all wrong. Although two can do the following seven things. So you definitely do one of two. That's the card you want, you no matter what. You two, but you said two backwards, and it doesn't work that way. That's bullshit. Eh, whatever. All right, so it's four. I had the wrong even number. <laughs> um... But anyway, sorry is a great game. That was yeah, a fun that's one. a good game. I like that game. And as I recall, our mother was pretty savage and sorry. Oh, yeah. and our grandmother was as well. <laughs> just like, no holds barred. We're, we're playing for the win here. Um, you know, just... Yeah. And again, it's obviously a game of luck. It's Gra- Grandmom's cards. great exclamation. You stinker! <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. When you said her. Um, so, so that's sorry... Third one on the list here. And by the way, I got a dark horse. I'm going to mention after we get through all four of these. Third one on the list is Yahtzee. Uh, Yahtzee, a pure dice game, contrary to what we were just talking about, the no dice game of sorry. Um, Yahtzee, probably the big, one of the biggest moments of my childhood was when Yahtzee turned into triple Yahtzee, oh God. which is the exact same thing as Yahtzee. You just have three boards. So basically you're rolling dice. There's five dice. You're rolling dice trying to get a series of either, you know, one, two, three, four, five, or four of a kind, three of a kind. It's basically poker with dice. That's how Yahtzee works. Except you're not really playing hands. You're sort of playing all the hands at once. Yeah, you're not playing hands. You're trying to get every hand, basically. Yes, that's correct. Small straight, large straight, Yahtzee, three of a kind, four of a kind. Um, There's always the, the, the famous chance, which you know if you start out your turn, or you start out the round with a chance, you're already fucked. Like you have no chance. Um, Full House. There's all sorts of fun things you can do with Yahtzee. Yahtzee was one of my, again, probably an early sign that I was going to be a gambler yeah, in my, sh- my entire Should life. have been a warning sign that Scott had a problem. Yeah. Although, although I'm not a craps guy, but yeah, again, Yahtzee's basically poker with dice, so it all makes sense now that I stop and think about it, which I'm just doing right now. It's amazing. In any event, um, yeah, so Yahtzee was probably my favorite game for the beach. I mean, I played it before. It's just I, I have nothing against it. It's just not my game of choice. I'd rather play poker. Um, but I think I think of all the beach games, of all the board games that we played, even including this next one we're going to talk about, I think Yahtzee was my favorite. Thoughts? Uh, Yahtzee for me was the Todd's a poor sport game because I'd always get pissed when I'd play that first roll for chance, and then I'd be like, I'm fucked, and I'd never want to finish. So true. Especially for triple Yahtzee, I'd be like. You guys are too far ahead. I don't want to play this stupid game anymore. <laughs> I always quit. Yes, many many a card were un, were incomplete where the <laughs> name on the top was Todd. You get a couple couple throws in, and be like, "Fuck this! I'm out of here. I'm not gonna win." Yeah, not some not um, something I'm particularly proud of, but for sure true. No, definitely one of your lower moments. But yeah, it's a huge fan, huge fan of that one. Yeah, I like it now, um, but I've I've learned no, that you, I can lose guys... a game. It's not the end of the world. Peak Yahtzee season, that was not true. Peak Yahtzee season? Peak, I mean, the peak time that we played Yahtzee. Oh, during that, it was not, I got you. Not Yahtzee season, just Yahtzee era. I would get pissed and just quit. I was like, late summer? Is that peak (laughs) Yahtzee season? I wasn't aware. Is that when they're malting? I don't know what's going on. That's when Um, when you get six dice. (laughs) Whoa, whoa. That's a great idea. I love that. Um, That game would be so much easier if you had six dice. In any event... And then the last... Go ahead. No, nothing. I got nothing. Oh. What are you laughing at? Tell I me. I said, would it, would um, it be easier and then la- if we had six dice? 
I think it would. I mean, I feel like it would just I mean, up the ante on what you had to get. You'd have a twenty percent more. No, the no. What you need is the same. Oh, you, you just you're just, you have an extra one just to. Things. So you yeah. you only have to get extra. five of a kind, but you have six dice to get a Yahtzee. Right. You're only using five of the dice, not six, not all six. The six one's just an extra. Bonus it's a dice. bonus throw. Bonus, bonus die. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, and then the last one on here before I give you my dark horse is Monopoly. Monopoly, obviously a classic. It's been around for a hundred years. Um, I enjoy Monopoly, not surprisingly, given my, you know, um, capitalist ways. Uh, but uh, I, I do enjoy. Too. It's I, I don't know. There's something about it. I. And it's funny, I, I rarely ever played, like, I I hear these stories or, or read things, or I've, I've actually watched a documentary on the National Monopoly Championship, and they get they get all into, like, selling properties and trading properties and mortgaging things. Basically, the way it worked, as I recall, is, you know, you're playing with three or four different people, and within 45 minutes, somebody has, like, a whole bunch of properties. Ten minutes later, they have hotels on all the properties, and they just fuck everybody over until the game's over. I feel like we never um, finished the like, game, though. Like that's that game that that's the game that could go on forever. We definitely had multiple day really games. Oh yeah. I think we just kind of sure. quit. Like when somebody got lots of hotels, we'd be like, eh, eventually they're gonna get everybody's money and just stop playing. And that's what I'm saying. We play yeah, for like three so or four hours and be like, all right, I'm not gonna mortgage this because right. it's not worth it. Like I'm not completely bankrupt, but nobody gives a shit anymore. Like I honestly but think I'm we never truly finished the whole game of Yahtzee just because it took too long. Mom, Monopoly. Yeah, or, no, yeah, I, I sorry, agree. Monopoly. It's very possible. I never finished a game of Yahtzee, it's... but that was for different reasons. No. <laughs> Not time constraints. <laughs> As we discussed, just back up this pod five minutes, you'll understand. Um, so, yeah, so uh, a huge fan of Monopoly. Um, I think a lot of people are. It's just a classic. It's an absolute classic. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, again, Yahtzee's still my favorite. Now my Dark Horse, which I know you'll remember. Another beach game. That probably no one else has ever played in their life. No, lots of people play this Rack- game. If if it's what I think you're gonna say, Racco. Oh, that's not what I was gonna say. But that that is a good game. Okay. Yes, Racco. As I recall, basically the strategy is you're dealt like eight cards, ten cards. You put them in your rack, and then you try to get it so that they're all in order. Yeah, you have to be in Isn't sequential order. The game works? There's basically a draw yeah, and like- a discard pile. So. Right. <clears throat> They had sort of guidelines like 5, 10, 15, 20 through 60, I think, on the sides. I think the cards went from I believe 60 1 to 60. Yep. And you correct. you were dealt cards and had to put them in sequence that they were dealt. I right. don't think... You couldn't swap cards within your rack. I don't think so. But you could, you could remove cards. I mean, basically the only strategy is if you had like a, a 35... And then like a 50 is the next card, or a 35, a 55, and, a 60, and then a 60. Like, the do you do you replace? Like, do you pull that one out because it's too far away and you need more spots? Right. Or do you just try to like? Yeah. Like, if there's only eight cards yeah, in some... between, do you try to swap out the one that so you have more space, or do you just try to some try to thread the needle? Some of were blatantly obvious. Yeah, some of the moves were blatantly obvious, but then towards the end, it was kind of touch and go, and you were trying to figure out what the best move was. But yeah, I thought Racco was a classic. If you got a 60 and you had like a 12 at the end of your rack, you're obviously going to swap those two out because you want the highest card there or whatever. But 
there were there were some more nuanced choices, but yeah, it's a pretty easy game to play. But it is fun because that's sort of the opposite of Monopoly. It's like takes fifteen so twenty minutes to play a game, and you could just like churn oh, through even. four or five games, and then you're like, all right, I'm done yeah. playing this for another day or two. Six seven minutes tops. It what to uh, me, Racco is sort of like uh, the uh, Candy Crush of board games. You just like. It's not that hard. Right. You don't really have to pay attention. You just, you just sort of play it for a little while. It's fun if you win. And then you're like, all right, I'm going to do something else now. Agreed. Agreed. What What did you think I was going to say? Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, Rummy Cub. Or Rummy Cube. Oh. I, don't, I don't know how you pronounce it. Rummy Cube. Basically gin yeah, rummy with rummy tiles. Cube. With tiles. Yeah, that was a fun game, too. But I, I know other people have played that game. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, obviously... I mean, I've talked to other people who about, played but... that game, so... Oh. Spoken word. Word is bond, son. <laughs> okay. So that's the board game. So that was a good discussion there. Um, we're coming up on an hour here. And more importantly, my phone is dying. Do we want to do a quick so I want draft to get to the, thing? Or? Yeah, let's get to the draft real fast. I know you hate college basketball. It's true. For some inexplicable reason. It's boring. Um, but, obviously, these all... All of these college players will soon be in the NBA. Yeah, and they'll be not boring. This Thursday, 7 p.m. on ESPN. Yeah, magically they become interesting to you. Well, the ga- they'll no be sense. playing the pro game. They won't be playing the, like, brick threes. And uh, All right, so I'm not going to listen to you bash college basketball because you're an idiot. Um, so nobody gives a shit about. Basically, top five picks, Suns, Kings, Hawks, who was four? Uh, Memphis, uh, Grizzlies, yeah. Memphis, and then I just oh, want to talk about Dallas the top five is fifth. And then Dallas is fifth. So the question is, or well, here, here's a, a quick reality, which is in years past, or at least, and you can certainly disagree with me. You probably will. Yeah. In years past, there were a lot of moves and trades that happened around the draft that really changed the outlook of the next season for those teams. My opinion is this year, because of the teams that are picking, because they are all truly cellar dwellers, they're not like, for example, last year when Boston was already a good team and they had a top pick and they got Jason Tatum with a three spot. There's really not a lot of that going on because those teams I just mentioned are not really that good, particularly the first couple. Um, So I think truly these teams are just picking to get either potential stars and they'll take a little risk there or they're picking to get a player that will complement what they already have and just kind of slowly build around what they have to hopefully get their teams better. Um, So I think that makes this year's draft different. Not that it's never happened before, but it's different from past years where there were some of those good teams that had, you know, through trades in the years past had gotten up there in the top spots to get good picks. So a few outliers. Uh, The Kings have talked about swapping their pick for a like star player. Okay. Um, and then I'd say the the other teams that sort of might not fit that mold would definitely be Memphis and Dallas. Like Dallas had a high pick last year. They still have Dirk. They have uh, wait, do they have Harrison Barnes? Or they, yeah, they still they have Harrison Barnes. They have Wes Matthews. Like they have some decent players. So right. they could be looking to like maybe swap their pick for somebody else. I I don't know if that's enough to push them over. If I were Dallas, I mean Dirk's 400 years old, so I I'd, yeah. I'd still take that pick. But Memphis, like 
they were a decent team before they got hit with injuries. Like, if you they if were. you can assume Gasol and um, Conley are in good shape and don't don't have the injury problems, I mean that's a big if, especially with Conley. I feel right. like they could still be like playoff bubble teams. So maybe they want to trade it for like a solid starter. I don't know. Sure. They're. I mean, even if they had another like solid dude, unless it's a star, I don't really see them cracking into like second round contention even I'm just considering like all the other good teams in the west but right i don't i mean there's the whole thing of like are people are you just trying to make the playoffs to give your fans like something to look forward to or are you trying to build to a championship that's a whole other discussion so i would say those are the te- like phoenix is obviously garbage they want to get whatever they can and uh yeah. atlanta same deal although Oddly, you know, Atlanta was, like, the best team in the East, like, what, three or four years ago? It's fucking insane. Yeah. Not that long ago at all. So... They had, they were like, a 60-win so team. It's crazy. Yeah. With four they, they or five did. all-stars. So, I think they have five all-stars. Was, oh, that's right. their whole starting yeah, lineup four years ago. All-stars? Yeah, it was. It was. I, I think that was the year that Corver was actually an yeah, all-star. Yeah, I don't think any of those players are on the team anymore, but... Anyway, no, I'm so, sure they're not. Just that's just um, sort of my qualifier to your thing. I th- I think most right. of these pl- teams will stay, but who knows? That's the exciting thing about the draft, so along I, with seeing who gets picked where and seeing how many trades Portland makes. Oh, sorry, this is not eight years ago. <sighs> um, they used to do that all the time. You know, it's true. So basically, they're they, uh, those five do teams. Something exciting. I love you, CJ, but I think it's time to trade you. Yeah, I think CJ is gone. I don't think he is. Obviously, but I wish he would. the day. I wish he would be gone. Isn't going anywhere. I think he will be. I think they'll try to trade him. I don't know if they'll try to trade him pre-draft, but they'll. I think he's gone. He's played his last game as a Blazer. I don't think um, so. I don't think El Shea will do it. I don't think he's a mega scorer. They could. He could, they could get some value back. Agreed. I think they should trade him. I just don't think they will. I think right. they overvalue him a little bit. I mean, he's he's Clearly. a great player. He's one of like. He Six players that scored twenty points plus a game. I was he's like as far. As... I mean, he's a crazy scorer, but he's also five ten, no, five eleven in shoes. All right, he's six three, but he weighs less than I do. Probably, which is yeah. saying a lot, by the way. Um. Anyway, we're, this this isn't the Blazers Edge podcast. <laughs> so could be. Let's. Uh, All right. No, let's t- let's talk the about most. these these. Uh, so the, the 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 top five teams are picking, and this this is where I'll take over because you don't know anything. No, no, I looked up. I picking... watched some video on some of these guys. Oh, oh. I have some okay. notes on draft players on watching. Oh my god. Five minutes of YouTube about them. So they're basically picking for these five guys. They're picking for DeAndre Ayton, who I think is going to go first to the Suns. He, they've they've the committed four... to him, and he has. I mean, he's played at Arizona, right? So he, that's sort of a fit yeah. for them. I think that's where he's going to go. I don't think Everyone thinks question. that, unless Phoenix does something crazy. Aiden is going to be the first pick. Know. However, it's, it is interesting they hired uh, Doncic's coach, former coach. Right. And now they're going to pick Aiden. It like, doesn't quite make sense, but... I don't think it's. I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, yeah, I don't think Doncic. I think Doncic might be falling. He might be out of the top five at this no, point. He was, no, he's fucking been way. Pretty, he's not out of the top five. I'm telling you, 
because he doesn't have the size that all these other guys do that Jaron Jackson Jr. has, that certainly Mo Bamba has, largest wingspan in the history of the NBA draft. Yeah, but big... And uh, obviously Marvin Bagley. All right, first of all, who gives a shit? He's not a five or a four. He's six eight. The guy's huge. He's quick. He's a great passer. He's a good finisher. He's a great and he plays defense. To me, Doncic is like the guy that should be going first. Yeah, Again, but the European picks, I, everybody's scared. But he's 18. He's been playing, like, professional ball. For five years. I know. I like, know. I don't I know, know how you, like, half these guys have played, like, 30 games of college. And it's that's the it. Stop, Crip stops. It's the Kristaps Porzingis situation where people weren't sure. They loved everything they saw, but they weren't sure. And it turns out, obviously, the Kristaps is a, is a machine. So do you want to be the team that passes... On Doncic, I don't know. I don't think you do. I mean, whatever. If you're the, if you think Aiton's a better player, so this is just again. I've like watched I like don't. five I minutes of this. To me, the yeah. like my concern about Aiton is just that like he seems good, but he's pretty slight. I mean, he he looks like he could fill out, but I just I don't. Does he get knocked around by some of the bigger dudes in the NBA? I don't think Aiton's slight, and I think he will fill out. I think Mo Bamba is very slight, but I don't think Aiton's slight at all. Aiton's a man, and he'll fill out. He'll no, he'll definitely fill out. Pounds. I just, I don't. The other thing is, like, when I watch the video, he sort of has one. I mean, he has good footwork. He has, but he has kind of like one move. Does that get shut down? Yeah. And like, as the NBA move is moving to more, I and mean, he seems like a decent outside shooter, but like, is his is that inside move kind of useless? Or not useless, but Could diminished it and important. On, it, it, as they say with a lot of these players, it depends on the system. Totally. And the Suns don't have a system, so they'll build it around him. Well, I mean, That's they have uh, Devin Booker, too. So, I mean, those two, I think they do. they'll they'll score a shit ton of points together. Yeah, he, he definitely looked like pieces. a good player. I mean, he, you think? <laughs> I mean, obviously, he's going to be the number one pick. I don't know. I just, like... Motherfucker, he's already got a shoe deal with Puma. I mean, what more do yeah, you need? Exactly. Um, but but like big men in the league, just like they're they don't seem they're just not as valuable as they used to be. It's true. It's true. Which is what we talked about last week when we talked about this very briefly is that it's an interesting draft because there are so many big men. Yeah, like up at the top. I didn't even mention in the, Michael Porter. In the Jr. top ten, it's like six or seven of them are big dudes. Yeah, like legit, like seven so, footers. Right. Which is like weird because I don't, but I mean, if you look at like the top teams, uh, like, yeah. uh, I mean, we'll, we'll even yeah, throw Warriors, Cleveland in there. Cleveland had, they didn't really have a center. Uh, Boston, no, Boston, they they Kendrick Perkins, he was wearing a suit the whole series. Boston had, um, whatchamacallit, the Kiwi or Australian guy. I can't think of his name right now. Oh, Barnes. Yeah. Harrison Barnes, but he or, was, or Baines, 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 Harrison Baines. Aaron Baines. Baines. Yeah, I don't Aaron know why I said Harrison yeah. Barnes. Aaron Baines. And and Baines, he's like, he's a decent big man, but he wasn't, certainly wasn't like the focus of their offense. I mean, their yeah. big man star, if you want to call him that, is, uh, God damn it, Al Horford. Sorry, I couldn't remember his name. And then but he's Warriors. A, Al Horford is not a true big No, man. no, that's like, what I'm saying. He'll... Al Horford's a power forward. He's not like a center. Uh, the the Warriors, sure. like Draymond is... Charles Barkley, just a little taller. Like he's he's right. that's their their big man, but he's what six eight or something. Right. Yeah. And then uh, I guess the the Rockets have um, Capella, but he's I mean he's more like to just to finish lot to give a sort of decoy from Harden, so he can just 
to keep teams honest. You know what I mean? Right. Like the the move that I see like Aiton doing, uh, Capella doesn't really do those. He's more just like a rim runner kind of dude. So I don't know. It's interesting. Like some of these, just again, I watched five minutes of a couple of these dudes. Like a lot of stuff they're doing, you don't see a lot in the NBA or as much as you used to. So it'll be interesting to see how, how, if the league is sort of shifting back towards some big men just because there'd be so many more of them. Right. If you think about yeah, like so... Carl Anthony Towns, like he he has more of that sort of like dominant big man, but like in the playoffs, I mean obviously his team, his team was outmatched, but I don't know, didn't do as much. Yeah, Cat's definitely a back to the basket guy. Anthony Davis, there's there's a few out there. Anthony Davis, I think, would right, be sort the of the exception strategy. to the rule. Like obviously he's a monster. He can play everything. Yeah, he definitely is a monster. So. We'll see if it shifts the league at all or if they try to just fit these big guys, which will be probably, like you said, six or seven of the top ten picks. We'll see if they just try to fit them into the system that already exists with more wing play and things of that sort. So it'll be interesting. It'll be entertaining. Um, and we'll just have to see what happens. Word. Did you have any other commentary? Um, so the, the other player that I looked at was uh, Bagley Jr., Duke, great player. Yeah, I I was I was wondering what you thought of him. I assumed you thought that. Um, He's a rebound machine. His second bounce. I'm stealing Jay Billis's term, but his second bounce off the floor is second to none. Yeah, he, he he's springy. I, so just in the clips, and uh, granted, like they don't ever show defense in those clips. I didn't yeah. see a lot of like Bias defense. Clips. I don't know how good he is at defense. He's okay. Um, to me, just like my quick read was he sort of felt like DeAndre Jordan because he did a lot of like lobs and he seemed like he'd be good at those kind of finishes, like the rebounding and just sort of like a lot of oops. I don't know if that was just the clips. He's I a deceptive. He's a yeah. He's a deceptively decent shooter. Um, Wendell Carter Jr., who was the other guy, the other big man that played at Duke, was definitely better, but or is definitely better at outside shooting. But Bagley's not inept. I mean, DeAndre Jordan, if he shot a three, he's he's airballing six out of ten. I don't think Bagley would do that, but um, but definitely you know ninety ninety two percent of his shots were within five feet of the basket. So yeah, I, like I don't I don't think his shooting's that great, but yeah, um, but I mean I think he could be a decent player. Again, it's like what teams he go to and to like how much are they going to use a big man? Yep, the other thing exactly. I read about him is he's a real hard worker, so that's definitely good. I mean that. Speaking of energy people, did you see that J.J. Uh, Hickson got arrested for, like, a robbery, assault? With, wow, former NC State with player. With a knife? No, I did not see that. I just, he he had the reputation of being a uh, high-energy dude when he played Hard for worker. Portland. Yes, um, he was. Also, total stat whore. Like, he and Westbrook would could battle for, Be great for who, who gets the most bullshit rebounds. Yeah. They're fighting over rebounds yeah. as teammates one day. Sorry, yeah. quick aside there. It's a possibility. Um, no, it's fine. But yeah, he's he seems decent, obviously. <laughs> I think he's projected yeah, to go sure. top five. I don't Anybody else you want to talk about? No, I mean, Mo Bamba's Dr. Wingspan. We already talked about Luka. Jaron Jackson Jr. is the, the one in the top ten that I really know the least about. And then Michael Porter Jr. is the big X factor. He's a kid who played six minutes 
at Missouri this past season, his freshman year, and yet he's a projected top six, top seven pick. He has back issues. Yeah, I heard about his, issues. like, all I've heard is, like, is anyone going to pick him? Because, problems. like, it, to me, like, just Huge, the reputation feels very Greg Odin. It's it's like, a, yeah, I was about to say, it's glass knees. Like, it's what, what are we going to do with this? And, like, and he was, back. like, I think, I, mean, I, I, think I heard he was the number one, like, high school pick. He was, coming out of high school, yeah. So, yeah, th- I think year, he had, you know, he had the back surgery, but, like, apparently no one can see his medical records or something. I was like, how is that even a thing? That seemed like bullshit to me. Yeah, he's not releasing them. He wants the individual team doctors to come see him, like, on their own, like, by appointment. I don't know if that's going to work. Doesn't Probably seem not, like a great... I don't know. I'd I'd stay the fuck away from him. Clearly, I mean he'll probably be amazing. So, be like the best player in the draft, but just as a I Portland mean, fan, I'd be like, no, crazy. thank you. Do not get anywhere near this dude. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah, so. no, I'm not worried for Portland. I'm just saying. Right. Anyway, all right. So the draft is this Thursday night, seven Eastern, uh, on ESPN. It's five hours. My DVR is set. It's five hours? Don't worry about Jesus that. Christ. It's five hours. Yeah, the first round's like three and a half hours, and the second round's 90 minutes. They just zip right through it. It's pretty crazy. Um, so anyway. They right. should speed up so how last long the least, teams have for that shit. I agree. I mean, especially the top picks. You know what you're going to do. What do they do. have, like 15 minutes or something? Five minutes? No, no, no. It's five minutes. And then for the second round, they get like two minutes. feels like 15 minutes because they got fucking commercials and shit in there. Ugh. Yes. And they do all the breakdown, and here's some clips. Yeah, here we are, Michael Porter Jr. in high school. Watch this amazing blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's exactly, that's that's verbatim what they'll be saying <laughs> in a couple of days. So, um, All right. Do we have so, any other NBA rumors what, or stuff going on? No. You don't want to talk about? No, we're minimizing You don't want to talk about Bron Bron being on your team next year? With, with no. With Kawhi and PG-13? You mean playoff P? Yeah, playoff P. That's what he called himself, playoff P. He should, should have been preface it with I choke in the playoff. Playoff P, where the but, P stands for piss poor. Yes, playoff double P. <clears throat> no, we're not going to talk about that. We'll talk about that next week <laughs> with post-draft conversation. After, after LeBron's on the Lakers. You know, even if that were to happen, that shit ain't happening this week. That's going to happen some point in July, probably August. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. It's not going to happen before the draft. I'm telling you, there's not going to be a lot of drama and entry before oh, this God, draft. I hope there is. That's the best part. I don't give a shit where these players go, I but I want to see what kind of trades Again, and shit. as a Portland fan, I'm sure you love that sort of shit because you've got good experience with it. Um, so my phone literally might die any second now, but until it does, let's uh, do a keto update real fast. You weighed yourself before the I call did. or before the show, and uh, we're at a net zero. So you're back. You're where you started. A month no, ago. no, no. no. <laughs> Sorry, we're we're at the same spot as last week. Although as I have last week. I haven't okay. been eating like candy or anything, but I've like been eating more carbs this week. Like when we traveled, Attaboy. I've been eating bread, and then since we've been eating out, I had like bread and French fries right. for dinner. I've still been having <laughs> salads for lunch, but um, I need to eat more like no carbs for dinner. And that'll help me kickstart Dude. the weight loss again. Yeah, most definitely. I don't, All right, I don't well, think good. I've gained net, net anything, zero. but I like that. we'll take a net we'll, zero. We'll say I, we'll say I'm the same level as last week. It's around there. Okay. 
I mean, it just depends on if I weigh myself with the clothes on it or not, basically. I know. Yeah, and you wait at night. That's the worst time to wait. So. Yeah, and I had a fairly big meal yeah, tonight. Yeah, with clothes on. Yeah, there you so, go. We'll, All right, so we'll, minus one. Yeah, we'll do minus one. <laughs> that seems fair. I'll give you a minus one on that one. <laughs> fair enough. All right, so that's it. We covered a lot of ground this week. My birthday is in two days. I accept cards and cash. Um, do you have a Venmo so, account? You want my people phone to send is turning off. So anyway, I'll just dub in Todd saying goodbye. All right, until next week, kids. Peace. See ya.